Aviva Insurance. The Pat Don't Kenny Show with Go Aviva Insurance on News When men were all asleep, the snow came flying in large white flakes falling on a city brown, settling and loosely lying, hushing the latest traffic of the drowsy town. Gareth Mullins, who is executive chef at the Marker Hotel and at Forbes Restaurant Within, co-host of the Dishing It Out podcast with Gary O'Hanlon, you have come through the it's dirty not, city covered I'm in a white such blanket. A welcome and such a beautiful <laughs> bit of few words, but yeah, no, it's it's tricky out there. I didn't come very far. I only came from Grand Canal across town, but it's proper dangerous out there. I think people need to be super careful and slow down. Some lunatics out there flying around <laughs> as if it's a normal day, but anyway, sure. A- anyway, um, if you're doing nothing and you've got time at home, now is the time to make your own hot cross buns. Yeah, now I didn't plan this bad weather, but this recipe is very, very appropriate for it. So I decided to do a recipe this week that is a little bit more technical. There's a few little, there's a few pitfalls in a recipe like this, but don't panic because um, I'll talk you through it and it'll be nice and easy. So the first part that I'm I mean, the three bits, there's the bun, there's yeah. the cross and there's yeah. the glaze. But I mean, the hardest bit is understanding the yeast. And normally when you tell somebody there's a recipe with yeast, they've already clocked out. But the freeze dry yeast that you buy in the supermarkets is a really easy product to use. Okay. And it's just understanding what to do when you're using it. So that's what I'm going to tell you today. So the for the for the bun part, what you need is 300 mils of full fat milk and a little bit more just for um, for brushing the top of them. 50 grams of butter, 500 grams of strong bread, bread flour. It's worth getting strong flour for that. So zero, zero flour you might see often in the supermarkets. That's normally a strong flour. It's normally ground a little bit more and the gluten content is higher. Uh, a tablespoonful of salt, 75 grams of sugar, tablespoon of uh, sunflower oil, one packet of yeast, so that's a seven gram pack of yeast, a beaten egg, 75 grams of sultanas, 75 grams of mixed peel, and a teaspoon of cinnamon and mixed spice. For the cross on the top, you just need some plain flour, some ice and sugar, and a little bit of water just to bring it together that it makes a paste. And then for the glaze, and I really do feel it's a, you, you're just at the taste of them there a minute ago. Yeah. The sticky glaze on the top is where it's at for me. It really elevates it into something much more homemade. I mean, the compliment I paid you was, this, these taste as good as the ones you get in the yeah, shop. Yeah, and they are good in the shops, but <laughs> what the shops don't give you is your house filling, filling with that citrus yeah. and spice smell. So what do you need? You need 300... You need to bring the 300 uh, mils of milk up to a very gentle simmer, just as it's coming up to the boil. Take it off, and then you add in your butter and leave it till it gets to room temp or blood temperature, so about 37 degrees. So you should be able to stick your pinky into the into the milk, and it's not going to hurt you in any way. It's just, um, and that little bit of warmness in the milk is what activates the yeast. So then, what you do is you put the the bread flour, the salt, the sugar and the yeast into a bowl. So I'm not asking you to mix the yeast in with the milk, which sometimes trips people up. Mix it in with the flour, and then you just make a well in the centre, and you pour in the warm milk and butter mixture in with the beaten egg and a little bit of sunflower oil, and then you just start bringing it together with a wooden spoon until it starts to look like a little bit of a, a sticky dough. Mm-hmm. And then you just lightly flour a table surface and throw the dough out onto the table surface. Now, the next piece is important. If you have an electric mixer, you can do all this in an electric mixer. But I think learning how to make bread at the start, make it with your hands because it gives you a better understanding. Then all you're going to do is you're going to knead the dough. So in your your, le- your left hand, if, you're, if your right hand it holds the dough, and your right hand, you push through the dough with the heel of your hand, mm-hmm. and it stretches it out, and then you just grab the top of the dough and fold it back. 
Now at the start, this is going to feel like you've made a mistake. It's going to be really sticky. It's not going to feel right. This is where you need to persevere. Just keep repeating. There's actually a, there's a little video on my Instagram. I show people how to make a pizza dog. Go on and have a look because you'll see the process on there. You just keep doing that and the dough will go from being really sticky and messy looking to it starting to come together and then it'll start to feel really stretchy. That's when you know you've activated the gluten and it's ready to go. Then just shape it into a ball, put it into a bowl, throw a damp tea towel, tea towel over the bowl or rub a little bit of cling film onto the back of some uh, um, cling film. Sorry, rub a little bit of oil onto the back of the cling film and sit it over the top. That just stops the crust from forming and you leave it about an hour in a relatively warm place. So somewhere in your kitchen or even if you want, you can put it into your into your, your, into your hot press. Yeah, your air and cupboard works as well. And what will happen is within that hour, it'll double in size. Now, if you go back to it in an hour and it hasn't, leave it alone because what it, it'll still work. Sometimes where you've left it, if it's not warm enough, it'll take a little bit longer. It'll still happen. When it's doubled in size, you tip it back out onto a onto a table and then I want you to split it into 15 little balls. The way I like to do that is roll it into a log and then just take a knife and mar- mark out 15 and just cut it up. Now, now what about the cinnamon and the fruit? And all- sorry, the cinnamon and the fruit. Sorry, I thought I told you that. So after you knock it back, add in your cinnamon and your fruit and then just leave it okay, to... Okay, so when it's doubled in size, that's when the cinnamon, the fruit and all exactly. that goes in. And then just make sure you, you work it through so it all goes through and then roll it out into a log and cut it into 15 little balls, and then you just roll the ball under your hand until mm. you have a little ball shaped. You put it out onto a tray with some parchment paper. Leave about an inch in between each one because you're going to let it prove again. So you just put a cloth over it after that's done, leave it for another hour. So this is going to take you about two and a half, three hours. So like on a Saturday morning, this is perfect. When you take the uh, tea towel off, you use that flour, sugar and water mix, and you pipe all the way across one way, so horizontal, mm-hmm. and then you go back the other way, and that's where you get your cross your from. Cross. Oh. Um, and then all you do, preheat the oven 180 degrees, pop them into the preheated oven uh, at 180 degrees for about 18 to 20 minutes, and I promise you they're going to be better than any hot cross bun. Even if you don't get the rise in exactly right, they'll still be perfect when they come straight from the oven. Then all you do is warm that apricot glaze up in a little bit of a pan, stick in a pastry brush and brush them very generously on the top. They go nice and shiny and delicious. And the last thing is that it needs lots of Irish country butter when you cut them in half. And <sighs> welcome to heaven. I'm looking at one here. It's yeah. sitting staring at me. <laughs> exactly. The little sultan is looking at me. Huh? Exactly. And Delicious. when I get a chance, I'll chomp into that. Uh, Gareth Mullins, executive chef at Anantara, the market in Dublin, and at Forbes Street Restaurant within that hotel, co-host with Gary Hanlon of the podcast Dishing It Out. Uh, thank you very much for joining us and safe journey back to the marker. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.